Welcome to Find Motoring with me, David Dundee. For interesting questions or to find out more about something, drop me a line, david at fmr.co.za or on the social networks at, at David Dundee and, of course, the podcast at fmr.co.za. At about 37% of the South African car market, SUVs and crossovers are where it's at. The category is made up of 4x4s and pseudo-4x4s. The fact of the matter is most of us never, ever never go off-road. Gravel is as hardcore as it gets. I was lucky enough to attend the launch of a Hyundai's volume flagship, the Tucson. I mean the iX35. No, no, no. Tucson it is. And I got to drive the petrol and diesel derivatives. Let's get some stuff out of the way. Strictly 2x4, and I like that. The lowest ground clearance in the category at 181mm, up from the 172 in the previous generation. Good enough for the middle mannequins we are likely to face without a jerry can or high lift jack strapped on. And there are some other differences from the previous Tucson. It's 150 millimeters longer, 15 millimeters wider, 5 millimeters higher, and it has an 85 millimeter longer wheelbase, and the boot space is 51 liters more. I think we can safely say bigger. The crowd pleaser is the Tucson R 2.0 Elite Diesel AT. And that's what we're really covering today. Not that you're getting a manual derivative anyhow. So besides bigger is better, what's changed? Well, avant-garde yet pleasing exterior styling, amazing LED driving lights integrated into the grille, vaguely reminiscent at the front of some of the more macho Audis, and I mean this in a good way. As to the interior, you get full leather. Well, the kind of leather that would have vegans okay with the interior space. The whole range gets niceties, Hyundai style, like heated seats. The more basic get manual climate control. The more lax models get more toys, of course, like dual auto climate. The diesel only gets the top of the line everything, and it's my choice mechanically anyway. We'll get into that a bit later. The Elite gets some very nice toys. Adaptive cruise control, lane following, blind spot detection which is available across the line, becomes blind spot avoidance. The executive elite models both get rear cross-traffic alerts for reversing out of busy parking lots. And you also get some impressive screenergy, with the driver's console being a big, easy-to-read screen, not mechanical gauges, and the middle console being a huge-ish 8-inch CarPlay-enabled and wirelessly CarPlay-enabled with a wireless charger. Say hello to, to a panoramic roof. And on the Elite that this diesel is, you get ventilated seats. Nice to see at this price point. On the cooling front, while we're talking about it, there's a diffuse setting on the aircon. It's a single button that allows aggressive cooling without the noise and windswept look. High beam assist auto dims the brights. Electronic towing stability helps you if you tow and you get a bit of a sway and it can cope with up to 1900 kilograms of towing. The range gets a lot of improvements on noise, vibration, and harshness. The layering of the windscreen to reduce wind noise just as a starter, extra deadening like rubberizing inside the wheel arches. The car is surprisingly quiet and luxurious. There are three drive modes, eco, normal, sport, and for once, smart, which is a fourth setting controlling the other three, which adapts between the other three based on your driver inputs. Nice. 
Power is up to 137 kilowatts and 416 newton meters, which is a lot for a little diesel, through an 8-speed, vastly better than the relatively guzzling petrol. And this one gets 0 to 100 in 9.2 seconds versus the 11.4 of the petrol. And at 7 liters per 100 kilometers combined, it uses significantly less fuel too. The 2-liter diesel is the way to go. With a 7-year 200,000-kilometer warranty and a 6-year 90,000-kilometer service plan, at 569,900, it isn't too bad considering the options you would need to buy to get this much car from its competitors. And that's it for Fine Motoring this week with me, David Dondi. If you have questions, you want to find out more about something, David at fmr.ca.za, and you can find me on at David Dondi on most social media channels. That's D-A-V-I-D-D-O-N-D-E, and the podcast is always on fmr.co.za.